For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Over the Line. I am Andrew McLean, as you well know. July 29th, 2020. A little bit of a late start today, but better late than never. We are on our second week of daily podcast, Monday through Friday. Technically, we did six last week. With our special weekend edition. By the way, if you didn't listen to that, you need to go back and check it out. However you listen to the show, whether it's on... um, Actually, that one's not on YouTube. That one's on Facebook. But to go back and listen to the audio, you can go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. It's all there. You can listen to it. It's uh, whatever Saturday's date was. That's what it's labeled as. (laughs) The 25th, maybe. It's a special edition. Check it out. Uh, Trish and I, we did our uh, conspiracy podcast, which we were just talking about before this show, and uh, we got one coming up, and I think that one's going to be based around Tom Hanks, who is in the news. He has just switched his citizenship to uh, uh, Greece, I guess it is, and he is... Uh, doing that amid of a lot of accusations, so it's 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 very interesting. You got to check it out. Uh, y'all know the social media stuff, which is if you saw the the um, the 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 cover photo of the YouTube video. If you're watching the YouTube video, you saw that I put a piece of tape over my mouth and wrote social media. And by the way, when I ripped that thing off, it wasn't the best idea, but it made a good cover photo because social media. 
Social media is flexing their muscles right now. now. We talked about it yesterday, but I think more and more people are realizing what's happening because a lot of people posted the video of the doctors praising hydroxychloroquine. And it was taken down. Now, this all started, and this is where I originally saw it. It all started on Breitbart. Breitbart had a reporter out there at the steps of the Supreme Court where they held this press conference. And so they started broadcasting it live. And I caught wind of it. We were actually on the air at the time doing the live portion of the show. And so I just started playing it, thinking, okay, the the title of the video just said... uh, doctors address misinformation surrounding COVID-19. And I thought, well, there's a lot of that, so surely there's something interesting to that. Little did I know that they were going to drop a bomb on the American people with the benefits of this drug that is really a lot of people are looking at as a cure for COVID-19. And when I say cure, I don't mean to eliminate the disease, but I mean to help people survive it. And if people are surviving it, then there's nothing to be scared of. Am I right? I mean, we're just worried about people dying and not so much about people getting sick if they end up recovering on the back end. That seems like common sense. Nonetheless, Breitbart gets there. They broadcast it. It's not long before it's taken off of their page, their Facebook feed. But people started screen recording and and getting it from different websites and start sharing it. And everybody has lost that post. That post is just disappearing from social media. That includes YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. Even Instagram. I heard Instagram's taking them down too, which they're owned by Facebook, so it's the same difference. I haven't checked the the over-the-line page where we posted one from... It was a random Facebook page that had reposted that video and i'm looking through right now to see if it's still up i highly doubt it um now that one was taken down as well so it's it's not on there but we we were lucky enough because we were broadcasting those doctors live as they spoke on the podcast within our podcast we still have the audio of those doctors speaking and it's almost it's it's like it's sheltered from the big tech giants because they don't necessarily know that the audio is within that podcast. Otherwise, they'd probably take down the podcast. But it's still out there. It was from two days ago. It would have been labeled uh, seven uh, over the line 727. You can also see it on YouTube. I assume it's still up. I went with the title... Uh, we're being lied to. There is a cure for COVID-19. Let's see if it's still up. They've taken it down. Yeah, you're being lied to. There is a cure for COVID-19. That is still on our YouTube page. So you can see that there. Go uh, go to the page and uh, watch that video or listen to the audio version. By the way, the, the tape I was wearing at the beginning of this show, if y'all see this, I'm going to auction this off if anybody wants it. I actually wrote that myself. And used one of the many colors of electrical tape that we have here at the studio. I'll sign the back of it if y'all want to use it. It's got a little bit of my mustache on there. So that's just a bonus. I won't charge you for that. Um, 
I really want to remind you guys if you have not signed up for Parlor, because I assume this video is still on Parlor, you need to go ahead and do that. Now, Parlor, from what I've seen, is not a big place for diversity. What I've run across on Parlor is a lot of conservatives talking about conservative things. So if you're looking to go own the libs or, you know, argue with people, probably not going to find a lot of that on Parlor, but it is a place to to go when times like these come. When the big tech giants decide they want to start censoring stuff. Because here's what's happened. The, the, the reason they're, they're taking this stuff down is because they say it's misinformation related to COVID-19. Now, for some reason, they feel like they are able to decipher what is true and what is not. Because they're saying the doctors we've decided to believe are correct and the doctors you decide to believe are incorrect. So, you can't post that stuff. It's dangerous. It's a danger to the health of, of the general public. So, if you, if you go and you, you post that stuff, you're, you're putting everybody in danger. You're making people take off their masks, more like taking off their blindfolds. And uh, so that's where we're at. These, these companies currently have protections from liability of, of situations like this that they've had for years and years. It was put into place in the early days of the internet to give these guys kind of the freedom to do what they want to do on the World Wide Web. The president has threatened to strip those protections away if they want to pick and choose what content gets put out there, and I'm 100% behind that. You got to be accountable for your actions. Now, that's not to say the government comes in and controls everything. It's just don't give them extra protection than you give anybody else. That's all we're asking. And we've got the ability as Americans and users on social media to go to any other platform we want to. That's easier said than done when everybody is in one central area, but that ability's there. But don't give these guys extra props and extra shields to keep them from being held accountable when it comes to things like this. So, hydroxychloroquine's out there. Everybody's talking about it, and I think that is a fantastic thing, although it is causing problems among a lot of people. A lot of people are fighting about it, because that's just what happens when, you know, you, you deal with strangers and give your opinion uh, on the internet. A lot of that goes down. But the fact that everybody's talking about it is absolutely 100% a good thing. Now, if you've watched the media, and I've seen these articles all over the place, they have made it a point to try to tear down these doctors that were at this press conference. Especially this, this doctor from, I think, Nigeria. I think she practices in Houston, Texas. She's a Christian. She practices. Her office is in uh, a, a um, economically depressed part of Houston. So she serves those underserved communities, which is a very noble thing to do. But they're using her Christianity against her and, and trying to make her look like a kook just because of her faith. They've dug deep to try to silence these people. And again, this is all about two things. Power and money. Power and money. As I stressed yesterday, this has everything to do with the White House and everything to do 
with the vaccine. There is nothing the government, the, the, the medical professionals in government, the, the, the medical professionals that are controlled by the government, and Dr. Fauci himself, there's nothing these people are going to allow you to do to get your hands on an effective drug that already exists. Because they cannot make money off of it. One, they politically need the destruction and the economic depression leading up to the election. But two, there is billions and billions of dollars in this upcoming vaccine. And they are not willing for you to come across a drug that's been around for 50 and 60 years and all of a sudden curb COVID-19. Because they can't make any money off of it. It's not their thing. They've got to come up with something new to give you so they can then enrich themselves. That's what this has to do with. That's why hydroxychloroquine is bad. That's why these doctors are kooks. That's why anybody that brings up anything other than wearing a mask and socially distancing and waiting on a vaccine, you're a conspiracy theorist. 100% conspiracy theorist. You will be drugged through the mud, you will be ripped to shreds, and you will be painted as a crazy person for bringing these things up. When really all you're doing is asking a question. And the thing is, if in fact you say, I'm, I'm going to pretend like I'm talking to someone that is anti-hydroxychloroquine and pro Wear a mask and wait on a vaccine. If you are that concerned about not only the rising cases, but the death total, the death numbers, if you are that concerned, why are you not willing to give this stuff a shot? You're only saying it's bad because Dr. Fauci told you it was bad. You're only saying it's bad because the corrupt WHO who is run by China told you it's bad. But what about the guys that are on the ground actually giving this to patients? And they're saving their lives. Why, why does their opinion not count? Because it wasn't just one doctor, it wasn't just two doctors. It's doctors all across the country. And with the drug being around for that long, why is the medical board so adamant about stripping the license of these people for prescribing it? They've been prescribing it every day, every month, every week, every year before coronavirus. Now, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden they're going to be stripped of their medical license because they're prescribing it just like they were the years before this? Why? It's not because it's dangerous. Every drug you take is dangerous. If you don't take uh, any drug that you're given by the doctor, if you don't take it as prescribed, it's dangerous. I don't care what it is. But for some reason, they're adamant about this one. It's a mixture of Donald Trump's the one that brought it up, at least in the mainstream. And two, it's going to cost a lot of people a lot of money that they've invested a lot to get. 
Don't discount that. Dr. Fauci and the rest, they've invested a lot of time and energy into the money they're going to make off a vaccine. They've literally wrecked an entire economy in order to make a vaccine for a virus we don't need a vaccine for. That's not an easy, that's not an easy feat. That's why they're going after them so hard. It's the people in power that are going to be making the money off this vaccine. It's nothing more than that. Again, you go back to the video we talked about yesterday. The lady that was calling out Dr. Fauci, remember, it was all over social media, then it started getting scrubbed. It lines up perfectly with this theory. It's all about creating a vaccine that's not needed to make billions and billions and billions of dollars off Americans. That's all it is. Now, before this video of these frontline doctors was scrubbed from the interwebs, you had more people, far and above more people, view that than viewed, viewed that pandemic documentary. I think most of y'all probably saw that. But that's how far these frontline doctors, that's how far it reached. And it was just a 24-hour deal. It was less than 24 hours before social media started scrubbing it. Because the minute it happened, people were already seeing it. It wasn't a, a, a documentary that had to be produced or anything like We watched it live. You heard it live on this podcast. And in less than 24 hours, everybody you know has seen it. People that agree with it or people that don't agree with it. Everybody's seen it. That's a good thing. And that's why the people in power who have for so long pulled the wool over our eyes, whether that's Washington, D.C., or Big Pharma, or whoever, they can't do that as easily as they used to because of the flow of information to average Americans like myself, like you. We get information at a rapid pace. And there's only so much they can do to stop it. Social media is important on that front. But we can't let them run roughshod on us, especially when it's to the detriment of millions and millions of Americans. They're watching people die for money. It's nothing more than that. Now, granted, these numbers are absolutely bogus and inflated on a regular basis. I just saw another... um, a, a, another story out of uh, this one out of Knoxville. Let me pull this up real quick. Apparently, the KCHD, Knoxville County Health Department, during a, a press conference earlier today, I guess the, um, uh, who was this? Knox County Health Department, Dr. Martha Buchanan, She made the public aware that false positive test results are counted as positive because there's no way to determine which test was correct. 
day after day after day. I hear the stories. You hear the stories. I've told you our personal stories of the people we know that went to get tested, waited in line for an hour, decided they had to leave, they didn't have time to wait, and then got a call back a week later telling them that they tested positive. Since sharing that story, I've already gotten multiple stories from other people completely unrelated to the first person that had that same exact story. They're counting the positive test. But if they have test results that they're unsure of, they also count those as positive. The deaths that aren't related to COVID-19 counted as COVID deaths. The numbers are a lie. And even if the numbers we had were truthful, the death rate of this thing in reality would be absolutely minuscule Because we have no way of knowing how many people have or have had the virus. Testing, if if we're being honest, testing is absolutely a waste of time. Testing is nothing more than a tool to garner numbers that you can then scare the American public with. That's all it's good for. Because if you test positive and you're not in a position to go to the ER or the hospital, what do they tell you to do? They tell you to go home and sit on your backside for two weeks and don't leave your house. Well, good, good. But what what did testing do to help that? If you're sick and you have those symptoms... According to our guidance, you're supposed to go home for two weeks and not leave anyway. So what's the difference? Testing means absolutely nothing. And really, even if we talked about the numbers being important, if we had to have the numbers, testing is still useless because you're not giving us accurate numbers. That's why... You hear those on Capitol Hill, especially Democrats, testing, 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 testing. We need testing. We need testing. The president's not got enough tests. He lied to us. He said everybody wants a test, could get a test, and they can't. If the people that are doing the wrong thing for Amer- the American people year after year in Washington, D.C. are telling you testing's important, That should tell you testing is not important. If you're sick, stay home. If you're asymptomatic, you're probably not going to go get tested. So it doesn't matter. But if we could see the big picture and know exactly who has and has had the virus, it would be almost all of this country. Almost all of this country. Just like I've heard the stories of people going to get tested, not taking the test, and then testing positive. I've heard countless stories of people as far back as last summer saying they got sick with something that matched up perfectly with the symptoms of COVID-19. And then they go get an antibody test, and it turns out they had it. 
They had had it at some point. I'm one of those. My entire household was sick as a dog in January. We haven't been tested for the antibodies, but I guarantee you we had the coronavirus in this house. Everything about this is a lie. When the virus got here is a lie. How, how, how many people have gotten it, how many people have died from it is a lie. It's all a lie. Hydroxychloroquine being dangerous to your health all of a sudden is a lie. Everything about this is a lie. And you wonder why we don't want to wear masks. That's why. Because all of this is a lie. And more and more people are realizing that none of this is making sense. As the days go on, every time we're told a 50-year-old drug is dangerous for us, every time we're told a mask doesn't work and then a mask does work, every time we're told a mask mandate for two weeks will stop the virus and then the governor extends it for another month, People start scratching their head and they're questioning this. So your most compliant people that had no problem with masks, no problem with social distancing, just wanted to do their part to flatten the curve are now saying, so when, when, when's this stuff supposed to work? I'm doing everything you're telling me to do, but yet you keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So your average Americans are waking up to this. And at some point, the number of people that feel that way is going to get so large that those on the other side aren't going to be able to discredit everybody and smear them as some wacko conspiracy theorist. You can only push us so far. None of this makes sense, and people realize it. I got, you guys know that, you know, I pick up people on a regular basis, drive them around, yada, yada, yada. Picked up a lady today who was talking to me about that very issue. She saw my Trump wristbands and she's like, how much hate do you get for that? And I'm like, well, not a lot. Nobody's brave enough to say anything to me. That just give me a bad review after the, after the ride. And she starts talking about the coronavirus stuff, and in, in particular, hydroxychloroquine. And she's like, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. She goes, I've been taking it for three months for rheumatoid arthritis, or whatever it's called. I'm sure I mispronounced that. So I've been taking it for, for three months, and, and I've, I've noticed zero side effects. And I said, so what are you taking, like 200 milligrams twice a week, which is what these doctors are recommending for coronavirus patients. She's like, no, I'm, I'm taking 200 milligrams every single day. She's like, and I've got multiple health issues. And I've noticed no side effects. I'm sure I'm breaking some kind of law by giving out her medical information, but she voluntarily gave it to me, so I guess that's all right. I'm not saying who she is, so should, should I be? Don't be worried about that. She said, I've got multiple medical problems and no side effects. I'm taking it every single day. She said, so when I see on the news, they talk about this is basically poison and will kill you. I can't help but think to myself, why are they saying that? 
They're not saying it because it actually is poison and it actually will kill you if you take it appropriately. There's a different motive. Yes, ma'am. I know what that motive is. And of course, I gave her the whole spiel. And to tell her, you know, <laughs> it's all about the vaccine. 100% about the vaccine. So this is going nowhere. It, it, honestly, and I, I think I put this out there like two weeks ago where I said, here's the deal. I don't want to take time on these podcasts. I don't want to take 30 and 45 minutes out of your day every day. You listening to this podcast and strictly talk about coronavirus. But every day we move forward becomes one day, one more day too long that we've been dealing with this. We've got to, as Americans, fight back, push back, and say we're not going to let you crash our economy. We're not going to let you ruin lives because you want to make money off a vaccine. At this rate, by the time we even get to a vaccine, I would probably be hard-pressed to find somebody that even wants to take the vaccine. And according to the numbers, everybody's going to catch it. And so everybody's got the antibodies and there's going to be no need for a vaccine. I know I've got no interest in taking any vaccine that they produce. I don't. I don't care to have it. I'll take my chances. But we have to stand up and say no more. You're not going to control our lives for the sake of power and money. That's why, and I caught a lot of heat for this, it's why I walk into every store I go to on a daily basis without a mask. I don't hate on people for going in there with masks, but I'm not going to do it. Because this is more than wearing a mask for me. This is more than just, just in case. Even if it helps a little bit. Even if it's wrong, what do you got to lose? It's just a mask. It's more than that. It's a sign of compliance. It's a sign of telling my government, hey, let's go ahead and go on to the next thing because I'll do what you say even though I know it's wrong. And it's a sign of weakness for me. Again, anybody that's wearing a mask, perfectly fine with you doing that. Especially if you're, you have to go to a store that requires a mask. That's okay. But for me, I'm not lying down anymore. I'm not abiding by your rules. This is too far. And at some point, you have to stop the insanity and say, you know what? This is where we draw the line. We see what you're doing. We're watching it day after day. We're seeing you move the goalpost over and over and over. And we're not dealing with it anymore. People have called me selfish, dangerous, willing to kill your grandma and your grandpa. But that's it. I go over to my grandma's house. She won't even let me wear a mask. She's like, nah, don't put that on. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm not doing it. 
I'm not. It's not about being selfish. It's about standing up for what this country was founded on. Which was being the front line against an overbearing government. We'll read through the Constitution. Read what each of those amendments stand for. This country was created knowing that one day we'd have an overbearing government. And we're not at a point where our liberties are all going to be stripped away in one fell swoop. But if we continue down this road, they certainly will be. The government is like a child. If you tell a child, if he does something wrong, and you don't punish him for it, next time he's going to take it a step further. And for every time you don't stop him, he takes it a step further, and a step further, and a step further. And the next thing you know, your child has gotten to a point where there's no coming back. That's where the American people are with their government. Why do you think gun sales are through the roof? Why do you think you can't find any ammunition right now? People are waking up all across this country. And they're going to continue to wake up. And I'll do my part to continue to let people know where this is all headed if you continue to comply. I'm not asking you to get out there and exercise your Second Amendment on the Capitol steps. I'm just asking you to use your brain. Don't don't use your, your spirit of compliance. Use the brain the good Lord gave you. That's a wrap for this edition of Over the Line. Back tomorrow with a brand new show. Make sure you check us out all over the place. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all that. Until tomorrow, see you, Cole.